Pornhub. Pornhub. The Pornhub Podcast. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Pornhub Podcast. Today, we are recording from a car because Joanna Angel and I are on a road trip to Baltimore. Yay! Yay! From so, New York to Baltimore. It's true. Um, I, I will try to be as interesting as Spiegler. <laughs> I know you interviewed Spiegler in a car, so I've, I've got like a hard one to compete with. It's true. You know? This is car interview <laughs> 2.0. Um, and yeah, you have some tough competition. Yeah. But um, you're also one of my favorite people. And Thank you. You are, you are my favorite person. <laughs> <laughs> I think people like are surprised when we're friends yeah yeah like i'm only supposed to have other friends with um tattoos tattoos. but you have tattoos now well since i became (laughs) friends with you yeah you got a tattoo coincidentally no i've gotten like three tattoos since i became friends with you. oh yeah we were supposed to get a matching one this trip next time you are a bad influence on me joanna let me tell you getting a tattoo (laughs) so bad (laughs) but actually you did pick this tattoo on my hand yeah Mm mm-hmm I did. I was so. like, I know what you want. Yeah. You told me what yeah. I wanted. I told <laughs> Before I even knew. I was like your tattoo stylist. Yes. I was like, right. I know what you want. Thank you very much. Yeah. And I think people, you know, we're very bad at being whore friends. Being what? <laughs> whore friends. Porno friends. Because we, you know, in porn, people when People like to show off their friends. It's true. And like when two people in porn are friends, they generally tend to take selfies together all the time and they call like I could never call you wifey <laughs> it's weird yeah and like we My don't bestie we don't do those things we don't show off about our friendship so we were it's just not our personality on this trip like we need to like document our friendship yeah we should sh- we should show off a, a little bit we're like basically having an affair right now right we're s- we're mistresses you hear this the directions Turnpike South. You hear that, everyone? Joanna is in charge of a few things right now. Yeah. She is the multitasking. Passenger with the GPS and podcast. I'm, we are continuous. You got you got that? <laughs> so, um, New Jersey. So, Joanna, team. let's talk about you. Let's talk about me. Should we start at the beginning? Oh, my God. At the I beginning? Actually, I don't think I even know how you got into porn. Oh, my God. God, I have to talk about how I got into porn. Let's g- give us like the the summary, the s- the quick summary. Okay, that's good. I have forty six miles to talk about. Okay, it. perfect. <laughs> we started at the exactly right time. Yeah. Well, my the way I got into porn is very strange, and it makes no sense. And I think back on it now, and it it doesn't even feel real. Um, but yeah, I was a senior in college. And um, me and my roommate just uh, decided to start a porn site. That's actually, like, literally what (laughs) happened. It sounds like a TV show. Yeah, yeah. Um, I had never watched a porn. I didn't know anyone in porn. I didn't know anything about porn. So what made you decide to, like, start a porn site? um, You know, I just... I just like, thought why it, not some other kind of site? Yeah, I don't know. You know, I at the time, like, thinking back on it now, like, um, I think I was, like, trying to find, like, something. And at the time, I really was, like, kind of coming into my own about sexuality. I was definitely, like, a late bloomer. 
Um, you know, and I was like very heavily involved in the punk scene, which is like a really fun place to be. And I was very like outspoken when it came to like politics and right. My, you know, weren't just you a anger. vegan? Yeah, I was yeah. vegan. You so know, that tells like you animal rights. You yeah, and human, and it wasn't for health reasons. I think I was a very unhealthy <laughs> it was out of vegan. Principle. It was out of principle. Yeah, that I, you know, um, but yeah, I I didn't like. Um, like what were I kind you, of what ignored, were you studying? I was studying English, um, so and I was actually, which will make this interview go full circle. Um, I was uh, an English major with a creative writing concentration, so I've always been into writing, you right? Know? And I remember at the time in my creative writing class, um, I was always like writing about like, like different sex I was either having or not having mostly not having you know sex I kind of wanted to have like mm -hmm. it sort of became my outlet because I didn't have any friends that I talked to about sex right. you know like I was almost kind of you one were like of the a boys secret yeah sexual person and I, I was starting to sort of explore myself and what just about like, when you were like what about before college is college where you became like a horny person yeah 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 I mean in high school you know like I was I was horny, but I, I, like, didn't know what to do with it, you know? Right. Like, I never masturbated or How anything. How old were you I when like, you first fucked? Well, I was, I was, um, I was 18. I oh, was wow. Older. Yeah, it wasn't until I was in college. That's pretty late. Yeah, it like, is pretty late. Like, if you asked a father, like, how old do you want your daughter to be when she has sex for the first time? I know. Like, say 18. Yeah, you would say 18? I, I mean, I don't think that, I imagining. don't think that happens to anyone anymore. People no. are having sex at like 11 now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's true. It's because of I like mean, Snapchat. As a director, <laughs> I see 18-year-old girls come to set with full knowledge on how to do double anal. And not only that, I didn't even like, know there was one anal when I was 18, let alone <laughs> let alone two. Yeah, single anal. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, I just do single anal. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I don't know. So I remember like, you know, at the, at the time I... I liked writing these poems about sex and stuff like that. And um, I, I actually had an internship because um, as part of college credit, you could get an internship. I don't know if you, uh, like, are you old enough to know about this website? Also, Which one? There was a website called Nerve.com. Yeah, I know um, so Nerve.com Nerve still exists. Does it still exist? I think so. Yeah. But it might like be just website, a dating right? site now. No, oh, no. isn't it a music site? No, it was... It was okay. Nerve started as I think. I'm sorry if I'm wrong. I found out about Nerve. I don't. It was a magazine, and it was like this very like sex positive kind of hip New York magazine, um, where they'd have like, and it was owned by a couple, and they would like have like just like quirky, funny like you know stories about being single, and then they started like a, they were actually the first kind of Match.com okay. type website, but it was just for New York, you know. So it was all like like a I don't Craigslist. Know. <laughs> like a Craigslist personal <laughs> but but I wasn't really interested I didn't realize that was the main appeal of the website was mm -hmm. the dating website I really liked it because it was like this cool magazine that was then online and they always had these quirky funny articles written by women about sex and dating and stuff like that okay. and through that that's when I learned who like Nina Hartley was and Tristan Terramino was and like you know a lot of these like sex positive um, feminist porn people right you know and and I started being like hmm and I was kind of like into it on my own so then I remember and I would talk about it with my roommate Mitch um I would talk about it with him you know he was kind of like and the Mitch only one who knew about the it the roommate Mitch who would ultimately become my yeah he has been my business partner forever you know right um and uh he was my roommate in college I would come home from the internship and talk to him about it and stuff like that and then at some point he was like we should start a porn site 
And I was so like, I didn't even think about it. I was like, yeah, let's do it. I was just so excited. And you guys knew nothing about we porn. Knew no- I mean, Mitch was a male who actually watched well, I mean, a lot of so porn. So aside yeah. from having a penis. Yeah, yeah. And he watched a lot of porn. I knew nothing about right. porn. Nothing. And this was before... MySpace before Friendster. Oh my <laughs> I'm god! Really dating myself. Back now. when you had to walk to a porn set a mile in the snow. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this was a completely different time. You could not just go on somewhere and talk to a porn star and know anything about well, anything. Well, also I, it was New York. Like I felt like oh, that I even when Jersey. I got into yeah. well East Coast. Like yeah. even when I got into porn, which wasn't for a while after that. Like I didn't know anyone in porn. It's yeah. not like L.A. where like where your everyone, cousin's the lighting guy. Yes, exactly. You know? Like it's impossible to like not know someone in porn. If you so you guys decided to make a porn site and then you did and that was BurningAngel.com. And that was BurningAngel.com. And the how did you guys decide on the name? Um, you know, we threw out a bunch of, di- it was much like, like I was in this community, community, you know, all of my friends at the time were like very, you know, we were in the punk scene and a lot of my friends had their own record labels, started their own bands. Like I was constantly around people that were doing things. So it was like, I think I wanted a thing too. Cause I was always right. helping my friends do their things, whether it was like sitting in someone's basement, like putting like records into sleeves, you right. know, like doing like. Like, like putting CDs together, like making flyers for shows and stuff like that. It was a very like DIY scene. You right. Know? And I saw a lot of people become really successful that just started, you know, just doing shit on their own. Anyway, so. So you had an idea of like what a good idea. name would be. And yeah. And I remember like looking like I was like, oh, we should make it like nerve.com. But like with porn. And OK. And a lot of people what a lot of people don't know. And I especially think in the porn industry, they don't know this. When BurningAngel.com first started, it was only photos, and that's it. So I got, it was me, and there was five other girls that I got from, like, friends of mine um, to be on the website, and it was just photos. Photos of people having sex? No, just naked photos. Okay. That's it. And I didn't even show my vagina. I remember I was like, just boobs. I was like, you know what? I, I'm not ready. You know, like, yeah. I don't know. I was nervous. I was like, I'll just be topless, you know? So the burningangel.com, the very first, and it launched on April 20th, 2002. And its very first inception was me, five other girls, one of them being Dana DeArmond. What? Yes. <laughs> Wait, Dana was part of the launch? Dana was part. Um, okay, you know what? She wasn't part of the, I think she. She came on like maybe three months later, so she wasn't the launch because I um she didn't live in in um, New Jersey. So the the very launch was me and four other girls that I knew from New Jersey. And I remember how did thinking, you recruit these girls? Or um, like, well, the, yeah, and they I remember were just thinking, down? You, and the, well, I'm like really dating myself now, but um, sorry if I, I talk on top of myself. No, like. Basically, I wasn't even going to be on the website first. I really didn't think of myself as, like, a sexual person at all. I didn't think of myself as, like, pretty. I, like, barely wore makeup. Like, I didn't, like, know how to be, like... You were a normal person. I was a normal person. (laughs) (laughs) And so I remember I was like, yeah, but this will be great. This will be female-owned and this and that. And then I remember literally asking all the sluttiest friends that I have. Right. Like, oh, this will be no big deal. Like, do you want to be on my porn site thinking back on it now how fucking shady does it sound anyone like me should say no to me you know like (laughs) i was in college asking people to be on a website that didn't even exist were they being paid um i did offer yeah from the beginning i remember like we offered each girl for the photos i think we offered them 
four hundred dollars. Oh, that's actually, a lot. Still for, like, yeah, yeah. We had like saved up money and... from like me waiting tables and like I, Mitch asked his mom to borrow some money. I oh don't my know. god, we got money from like strange places. But I do remember I was like, okay. So you launched the site so, well, with but, just photos. But I remember I was asking girls to do it and everyone said no like everyone oh. and I was like but the first question girls would ask would be like well did you do it and I remember being like oh well I'm such a hypocrite like I should I can't ask girls to do something I wouldn't do myself wow so that's why so I you did it for like I was like okay. you went in front of the camera out of like principle yeah, I did I did I was like you know what I I shouldn't this is wrong that I'm telling you're girls such this a is gonna stand be up person fun Joanna. Thing. well yeah and I was like I I remember when the website first launched, I was like, no one's going to really want to see me. I'm just doing this to get the website going. And once it does, like, I won't do it anymore. Not because I thought it was too good for it, but I was like, no one's going to want to look at me. Oh, my God. That's really what I thought. So that's why I used my real name. I didn't have a stage name, right. you know? It was preposterous for me to think, like, I need to invent a stage name. But to put these photos up that my roommate took in our room at college, like <laughs> to think like I should come up with a stage name to seem ridiculous. But so the site so launches. I, I, yeah. So then I finally, I got four different girls to do it, you know, right. like after looking around, that I remember also, like already doesn't sound like enough to launch a site. No, like, like dude, four this girls was 2002. Naked. Okay. Four girls naked with tattoos was a very big deal. Okay, and then the site launched. And I remember we picked April twentieth because there was this because it's four twenty. Very big. Well, yeah, and that too was part of it. But there was a big. I remember it was the surf and skate fest that was going on like in New Jersey, and I just remember thinking like, okay, and like like a fucking band, we printed up flyers for BurningAngels.com. I still have some of the original flyers, mm -hmm. and it said, and I remember the original BurningAngels.com. Okay, so there were photos, and then I interviewed my friend's band. So I was like, oh, it'll be like Nerve or like Playboy. They'll be like interviews and like right. And then I took like, some of I the. I go to BurningAngels.com yeah, for the interviews. Yes, exactly. So there was a <laughs> band interview with my friend's band. The band was called Kill Your Idols. They were this local Long Island hardcore band. And then, um, and there was also, I put stories that I wrote from my English class, like <laughs> stories about sex. You just like okay? repurposed them. Yeah, into I took them. So oh it was God, like, this is good enough. So we made flyers and it was a, one picture of me. It was, it was a picture of me that we kind of like, you know, made look a little like fucked up, you right. know? And it said interviews, articles, and naked girls, burningangel.com. And I remember we had a friend go down to the New Jersey Surf and Skate Fest and hand out like 5,000 of these flyers. And, and that's how Burning come? Angel. Yeah, I remember the next day we got we got like a lot, and th and it was ten dollars a month. That was our very first membership. Okay, people were paying for it. We were getting like 30, 40 members a day. Can and is believe? it true that like back then, like people were just paying out of the ass for porn? Well, I I think I I mean they probably weren't paying out of the ass for four sets of photos, but you know like. I always uh, we, hear like about this golden era. I know era. this heyday. I know, but look, we were doing pretty well, and mm -hmm. we were making. You know, I can only imagine if I was making the the stuff I'm making now back then, what we could have made. Because right. thinking of what we did. So make how did you? So how did you take that leap from the so photo that, sets yeah, and that's, into like that was the original BurningAngel.com, and that's what launched in 2002. And and once it launched, it was this big deal like everybody was going crazy over it I mean maybe not worldwide but in my world you mm -hmm. know like everywhere I went in school everybody was talking about it teachers were talking to me about right. it people were whispering everywhere I went you know on like I was like 
you know, always posting on these punk like message boards and like on the message board, people were like, so it was becoming like part of the culture. It was become, but a lot of people hated it. A lot of people liked it. I remember everywhere I went, people were like, how do you feel about like, like domestic abuse and pornography? How do you feel about feminism and pornography? How do you feel about punk and pornography? Like blah, blah. Everybody was asking me to be the spokesperson for this thing that I didn't even well, know Well, that's kind of still about. true now, no? Yeah. I mean, like people it's true, yeah. are constantly asking us about like... About things you know, we, we feminism even, yeah. and consent and all this but, stuff, and it's like, well, you know, and then I had to tell my family and like all that, you know, and so basically, I, I felt like after a, like two years and like my whole two life years changed. of photo sets, yeah, my whole life was turned around, and I was hold like, on. So Burning Angel was a photos only photos website. only for a good two, two years. years, yeah. Jesus. And I just remember I was like isolated from a lot of my friends that wouldn't even talk to me anymore, and like so you thought, why not just shoot sex? And I was. I was like, I, my whole life changed for being in porn, and I'm not even in porn. Wait, so how did you make the leap <laughs> okay. into porn? The leap to porn. Yeah, you actually don't know all this stuff, yeah. right? Um, so the leap to porn happened. Okay, this is really crazy. Okay, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was working at a strip club for a while because Burning Angel was making some money, but not like enough money. Okay, like it was like a side hustle. Yeah, I guess so. You know, so I, I started working at a strip club because one of the girls that we shot photos of somewhere along the way was a stripper and was mm-hmm. like, you should come work at the strip club because I was working at like Applebee's. Okay. <laughs> it made no sense. And I was like, oh, and, and the main reason I wanted to be a stripper because I was like, oh, well, I could work less days a week and just focus more on Burning Angel. You know what I mean. Right. Anyway, whatever. I was working at a strip club, and I, I started working at a strip club in New York. And this Which guy, club? Um, you know, it's not even around anymore. It was called Stilettos. Um, it's oh. a very trashy club. Okay. Um, they used to have um, it was full nude. features. No, you know, the stilettos, stilettos in New Jersey had it. Yeah, the Stilettos in New York didn't. Okay. But, yeah. Um, and so this guy came into the strip club, and he was getting, like, he was in the champagne room, I think, with me. And... I was like, oh, where are you from? He's like, oh, I'm from L.A. I'm here on business. I'm like, oh, what do you do? And he was like, I work at a company named Vivid. <laughs> oh, my God. And I was like, whoa, Vivid. Right. You know? And I was like, holy shit, the big part. And, like, this is still, like, you know. That was back I when still Viv- knew Vivid nobody. was huge. Yeah. I still knew nobody in porn right. at all, you know? And I was like, well, I kind of have, like, a porn site. And he was right. like, what do you mean you kind Like, to somebody who worked at Vivid didn't understand, like, somebody who kind of had a porn right you were either in porn or you weren't and then i was was there such a thing as like amateur back then it was becoming a thing but amateur was still like 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 milf hunter and bang bros that were real big companies in miami those were those were yeah those were amateur okay so like but they were so it wasn't like couples shooting at home and yeah that wasn't really a thing yet right no and if it was then i didn't really know about it you know like you guys were the most amateur yeah that there was yeah. Okay. So, and you, know, and you know, at that time I had started adding on Burning Angel. Like I had, I had a friend, friends of mine who were a couple. I got them to, to have sex on a video on Burning Angel. So there was like one video, mm-hmm. but it was still mostly photos. Okay. And, um, so yeah, so I started talking to this guy at the strip club and then like, you know, we were having fun and, and he gave me his like number and stuff and we stayed in touch and I was like well you should check out my website I'd be curious as to what you think and I remember he checked it out he was like what the fuck is this you know he's like where do you live I'm like I don't know in an apartment wait what the fuck is this as in this is amazing or as in this is horrible I think it was a little bit of both I think he was so confused that a girl owned a porn site that 
she was like working at night as a stripper to support her struggling porn site and the website was like mostly photos that weren't even that good and like I think he kind of admired how much passion right I had for this thing but he was also a little confused and he was like you know porn is like a really big industry out in LA like <laughs> you should really take this to another level and all this stuff and I was like and he told me about the AVN convention and I had no idea that it existed oh my god you didn't even know what the AVN I had no were. idea I had no idea I know I lived in such a beautiful bubble you know and so that's why when I actually got host asked to host the AVN awards I was like crying so much because I was like this is like really right. crazy to me so he was like I you mean, should I really think that's anyone's reaction because no even, I know but like, like I went my first people, year, you know. But, like, most people, I think, get into porn, and one of the only things they know about porn is AVN. Yeah. Like, that was it's my true. case for sure. So I, I remember going to the AVN convention, and this was, like, basically more or less as a fan kind of, like, that right. guy. His name was Vic. He got me No, I mean, even now, like, think about it. When, think about when we're at AVN now, and then someone comes to the booth, they stand in the line to see you, and then they come up to you, and they're like, hi, I have this little porn site, and you're like, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I know. Like, well, I was that girl. <laughs> like, they leave you their card, and you're yeah, like, all right, never see you never. <laughs> but I, I remember walking around, and I was blown away, and this was when porn, there was like, you know, there was, this was, I remember seeing, like, all the digital playground girls, and like, Tara Patrick, and fucking Jenna Jameson. Like, Back in the heyday of the yeah, contract the, girls. I had no idea there were porn movies made. You know, I saw the girls looking all glamorous. Mm -hmm. And, like, I remember these giant, you know, posters of, like, mm -hmm. these movies that looked like feature, you know, films. And I was, like, walking around, like, kind of a kid in the candy store. I was like, holy shit, this is so crazy, you know. And I, I got to, I, like, I don't know. I partied with people that weekend. Like, I didn't know who any, you know. And then somebody wound up who it was actually Mike from ATK what I don't know he was some like a friend of a friend of a friend of a friend of this guy Vic that was like because I was like oh I want to go to the AVN awards I want to go to the AVN awards and I wound up being a plus one to this guy that's still my good friend to this day you know and um, I just went and I was like just floored and I and then I remember on the plane you're like they home, give awards for these things yeah I had no idea yeah. and I remember on the plane ride home I was like Mitch, let's make a DVD. Let's do it. And that's why the first DVD we made. And that was BurningAngel.com, Burning the movie. BurningAngel.com, the movie. Because I was supposed to be like, a website became a movie. Right. Look at this, you know? And that was how. And you did your first and porn scene in that movie, I did right? my first porn scene and in And it was anal, right? Movie. And it was anal, yeah. What, why, why? <laughs> why? Because at some point, um, you know who had reached out to me at some point in the early days of Burning Angel? Jules Jordan actually reached out to me because he's from the East Coast mm -hmm. and also kind of came from the punk scene. Yeah. I don't know. I don't why he did it. I don't really know. But he did reach out to me and we were he we would talk on the internet and stuff sometimes. And um, he sent me a box of his pornos, which I think was actually the first porno I actually really watched af after having kind of been in porn for like right. a year. And I remember seeing a Belladonna porno and I watched her. And, and I you said, were like, I want to Whenever I do my first porn, I'm going to do what she did. Right. <laughs> which is anal. Which is a lot of anal. <laughs> and that's why I was like, you know what? If I'm going to do it, I want to do it like that girl. And then because what? Because she's cool. The, the success of the DVD was just like, I'm not going back to just doing photos yeah anymore. yeah yeah and I mean it like, was just this is I, where I, the fun I mean, and after the that AVN I had it in my head I was like I want to be a real porn star now right that's what I want to do and I want to do it 
with Bernie Angel. You know? Right. And that was, I was just like, it wouldn't even matter. That DVD could have sold five copies. And I was right. Just, you know, it and was Tommy so exciting. And Tommy Pistol was your first scene, And Tommy right? Pistol was my, it was his first scene, too. That's and that so was a, funny. another challenge. I didn't even know that, like, guys so how did, did you, porn full time. Well, it was okay, so, so that's my, yeah. my question is, like, how did you find him? Like, do you put an ad out? No, I mean, like, I started, you know... When I decided I wanted to do a porn, because the other people in BurningAngel.com, the movie, I remember we shot a girl-girl scene, and then we shot some couples. Mm -hmm. and Real life we, couples. What? Real yeah, life couples. Yeah, yeah. And um, so, like, and when it I came to finding it, your own co-star, like, yeah. why didn't you pick someone like you know? Well, I tried. I tried. And I, no I one remember will do asking it. like a bunch of guys that I was kind of like having sex with. Right. I'd be like, "Do you want to make a porn with me?" Thinking that everyone would say yes. Right. And then. But they all were like, oh, well, this is, like, real. She actually has, like, a way to, you know, I think they realized this wasn't just going to be a thing we filmed. Like, I think I always you know? say this, but, like, like I think porn's the perfect job for so many people. But, like, for most people, not even a little. No, like, it's I know. the worst but job. But I wasn't even thinking it was, like, a real job for anyone. You know? Yeah, but, like, but most guys, if it push comes to shove, no. they don't want to be in a fucking porno. Yeah. Well, like, I they think, have lies. I think they realized this wasn't just going to be something that we filmed for fun. Like, they knew I had a, I had a way to put it out and right. the world was going to see, see it. See their penis. You know? yeah. So a lot of guys would say yes and then just stop answering my calls when I'd start making like real Actual plans. Actual plans, yeah. And then, um... I remember I actually did try once with one guy who agreed to do it. And then he couldn't get and hard. And then he couldn't get his penis yeah. hard. Yeah. That is such a common And then I remember getting, story. like, frustrated. And then I had a, a good friend. And he he worked, he made, like, indie movies and horror movies and stuff. Doug Sackman. Um, he was like, I know a guy that would be perfect for it. And he's like, you should meet him. And I was like, ah. and I still thought I was, you know, in my head, I wanted some cute band guy that I was fucking to, like, do his first my first porn with me like it would be some scandal right. I don't know whatever but that was like clearly not working out right and then I was like all right I'll go meet your friend and I remember he showed me some sketch comedy thing that oh Tommy was God. in where he was fucking someone like in the background like when his friends were doing actual this, like, fucking yeah yeah he was fucking somebody in the background while his friends were doing the sketch comedy okay. thing so maybe that was Tommy's first porn but um <laughs> then um I remember <laughs> I went to go meet him at a bar. It was this very bizarre, like, date. You know, like, here's the guy. And I remember seeing Tommy, and he lived in Queens at the time, and his hair was all slicked back, and he just, he really looked like a Guido kind of. I mean, of. he still kind of does. But, like. More so. Oh, yeah. He was very Guido at the time. I think he was wearing, like, a chain and, like, <laughs> camo, like, shorts. Tommy's one of those people in where, like, no matter what he's wearing, he looks like he's in a costume. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, while that outfit sounds totally natural, yeah. it also sounds like a total costume. And it's um, both. Yeah. And then uh, I remember I remember taking a look at him. I was like, I don't know about that guy, you know? Yeah. And then, like, you know, we talked, and we were being really awkward with each other. And I was like, okay. And then I left being like, meh, I don't know. And then, like, Tommy kept calling me to follow up with me, you know? <laughs> like, okay, so what about this? What about this? And I actually remember Tommy went to his doctor and he went and got tested. He's like, okay. oh, well, I got tested, so I just wanted you to know. And I was like, all right, I should really use this guy. He is like- He's a good guy. He's a good guy. He's taking this seriously. And I'm not even like returning his calls and he keeps calling me like, he so really wants to So it sounds like, it. honestly, it sounds like kind of a normal date. Yes, totally. Like the guy really wants to get laid. Yes. The girl is kind of like, whatever. And then I- And then finally gives in. Yeah, and, <laughs> and then I remember I will like, 
never forget. It was so bizarre. He kept asking me. He's like, do you want me to shave my ass or not? Asshole or cheeks? I don't even, you know, I don't even know. He just kind of was like, I don't know. Sure. Shave your ass. And he'd be like, okay. And I would like set a date to do it and then I would either like chicken out or something would fall through like I oh couldn't my find God, a camera so guy. Poor guy so was then, like just shaving his ass yeah, over so and he over. Kept, like, so I remember it was like the third time that I rescheduled and the first two times he was nice about it. and the third time he's like this is getting really difficult for me because I keep growing my ass hair and then shaving it and growing it he was like freaking out I was like okay I guess we gotta do this we have to base this porno around your ass hair schedule well, and we picked a day. sounds about right. I mean, honestly, that's he was male talent from the start. From the start. A lot of times in porn, I find that like the male porn stars are bigger divas than it's the girls. It's true. And, um, <laughs> Especially when it comes to But you know, like I'm glad he said it because I needed to just go through with it. You know, right. I was like, and then, and we did it. And you know what? And we did it on a rooftop in Brooklyn. And there was all these people there um, having barbecues and stuff. Right. And um, and I loved it. I loved the feeling of it. I like loved. And you know, I, I, I was, that was. What like, did you love about it? I felt uh, like for me when I shot my first porno, like it really just felt like I liked being watched. And I think I found out there like how much I loved it. And to me, it was just like this really heightened, like elevated sexual experience. Yeah. And, like everyone added to it. It wasn't like, oh, my God, like, I was able to do it despite all the cameras. It was like, oh, my God, I love this because of the cameras yeah, yeah, and because of the people watching. I liked it. And I think I think I really liked, um, you know, I also I did like being a stripper, which was something mm-hmm. you know, new to me. So it was like that on steroids. You right. Know? Um, you know, I felt sexy. I felt confident. I felt happy. And it was like the biggest disaster of a day. You know, and this was right. the first most girls get to go on set and it might be their first time, but it's no one else's first time. Right. Here. This was everyone. The camera guy that was that shooting it had never shot a porn. I think there was just this very like, let's do this together. You know? Like I like, would imagine there would be like some kind of camaraderie and like, this is your first por- porno. This is my first porno. We're in it together. Yeah, We all felt like we were like climbing a mountain together or right. something, trying to make this thing happen, you know? And we were all, really excited about it you there's know? also no awkwardness of like oh i don't know what i'm doing because literally and no one else back does. on it now you know like tommy was flawless there was no issues with his erection even in the scorching summertime you know it was like must have been like sweaty and like 110 i mean tommy's outside. not a guy who struggles now yeah like, he's know. known to have like but, a but reliable that's a, boner. that's you know a lot of guys in their first porn struggle oh, you know and yeah, so I, yeah. I didn't realize you know because i didn't have friends in board i didn't realize how how it's, fortunate it yeah. was, especially because we were on our I roof. I mean, even seasoned no veterans, there's guys that were like, yeah. they're 50-50. It's true. And, um, yeah, I just, I knew, I was like, oh, I love this, you know? And uh, I had a lot of fun with it. And then it, like, <laughs> took so long to figure out how to get that DVD out. Like, I can't believe what a what a machine we are now, you know? Like, we do, I put out two movies a month, and I have been for years, you know? And, like, at the time, it took a whole year just to get that one DVD out. Oh, my God. It was, and it was so painful. It was, like, pulling teeth for, like, every single That's move. That's amazing. So yeah. after that after that movie came out, what, like, you moved out to L.A.? Um, or were you yeah, guys in I New York for going, a long time? You know, time? at that point, that's when, when, right when that DVD came out, that's when I was getting, like, I started to get a lot of attention in New York. Like, the New York Times did a whole big article on me. Mm-hmm. Like, people were like, what is going on here? Mm-hmm. This girl has this porn company in her loft, you know? And I was throwing a lot of parties in New York, and 
because and it's also like wait let me just like because i know yeah, you won't say it because yeah, yeah. like you're too modest and like you're a wonderful <laughs> person but like so let me just interject okay. here and say like back then number one there were not a lot of female-owned companies and that's just the truth yeah like i mean there's not that many in general yeah there's know? not that many now but there's definitely more now yeah, there's more now. and back then it was pretty revolutionary and number two there was no such thing as alt girls yeah and you know there it, were no tattooed porn yeah. stars well, there was no it now, it tattoo was, company we we let we still kept the photo girls going because a lot of girls we'd meet and they're like i don't think i'm ready to do a porn i'm like oh well if you just want to take pictures we'll pay it. we we did that for a long time i was actually very sad when we stopped doing that um do you think people still jerk off to like photos I, like you that? know i have no idea i mean um, i think they're more I don't know. I think about, like, whenever, like, I think about a guy jerking off to photos, it's like a 12-year-old boy in his family bathroom jerking off to, like, a Victoria's Secret catalog. Yeah. But, like, nowadays, 12-year-olds don't have to do that. Yeah, they don't have to do that. They can just watch single anal. Yeah, single (laughs) anal or double anal or triple anal. Or anything. But the world is their oyster. But, yeah, at the time, because we still shot girls that did photos, like, I had this just giant crew in New York, you know, like, and so it was good. Like, it was always me with, like, 30 tattooed girls, you know, because, and not all of them really did porn, and I don't know. So... It was like a thing. And then um, after that, after that first DVD came out, I actually, people from LA were hitting me up. Like Hustler was hitting me up. Right. uh, Distribution companies were hitting me up, you know, because like I made a big splash completely by accident. So then you got to LA and what, did Hustler like sign you right away? No. um, Okay. So I had met with Hustler. Oh my God. um, I don't know. And um, I guess... They let me direct a movie for them, which is insane because I didn't know what I was doing. But and I at that point, how many had you directed? Two. Okay. <laughs> it was BurningAngel.com, the movie. and That's like, pretty unheard of at this yeah. point. Yeah. Well, you know, they were ge- they had another director that, you know, there was a guy named Ian McKay. Um, he had made a, an alt porn movie for them. Right. And so he had reached out to me. He's like, so oh, they were you're making alt- someone to They do were alt. looking for someone to make alt porn. Right. <laughs> they have just, they, Hustler had decided they wanted to make that a thing. And so they had me direct. And they were like, here's this person who also, who already kind of has like a cult following. Yeah. In that yeah. world. Yeah. It's very, I was very lucky thinking back on it now. So um, were you like, were you distributing through Hustler? Were you directing no, for them? No, I were you wasn't. Their contract I mean, girl? we had one, we only had one movie and I distributed it myself. I basically sold it to a bunch of wholesalers myself, mm-hmm. you know? And I remember we had like 5,000 copies of that DVD. That I was just mailing out of my tiny ass apartment. Oh my god! In boxes of DVDs sitting in my apartment. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. And then I would randomly find stores that might take ten copies here, twenty copies here, but I don't know. But they all sold. They, I could never sell five thousand copies of a DVD. So no, they what, all sold. At what point anyway. did you become like a legit? Okay. <laughs> You're like, when did I mean, I'm, so, and I don't mean that like okay. with any offense. Like, I think it's amazing I feel that like, you have this backstory. But like, yeah. at what point did you become so then, a legit company? Then, um, yeah, Hustler had me make a movie, and then, you know, they gave me a budget, and it wasn't even a very big budget, but for me, like, any budget was crazy, you know? Right. I'm so used to doing things. So that's when I made Joanna's Angels 1, um, and that became a very big movie. And then shortly after that, all the distribution companies were hitting me up. So I remember I signed a deal with a distribution company, and they were like, 
okay, but you have to make at least one movie a month. And I was like, okay, how do I do that? And they, they kind of told me, oh, here's a pressing plant you can use. And then, then we started shooting one movie a month. And right. that's when I was like, I got to just move to L.A. Right. I tried still shooting in New York, you know, for a while. I was like, all right, well, maybe I'll make some of the movies here and some of the movies there. And it just kept getting less and less. And, you know. But and all, so the, it was, all the girls that want to do porn come to L.A. Like, that's just, yeah. it's the mecca. I mean, um, right? I mean, what? but L.A. came to me. <laughs> But it did. I didn't even want to go. I was. What do you think but has been like? I, I think. <coughs> what do you think has been like the highlight no. of your career? Um, I mean, there's been a bunch of different highlights, but, but um, you know, I remember my very, like, winning my first AVN award was amazing. You know, what, and it was what really. Was that? Do you um, remember it was, what it was for, for my second movie, which was Repenetrator. Which was a zombie porno. Okay, great you know? name. Yeah, and that movie had so much controversy around it. Did you? I guess you didn't know about that. Was my second movie. So BurningAngel.com was the first movie, which was just like okay, so hard to do as it was. And then after we got to the second movie, I made this like zombie porno. And then my friend Doug Sackman, who he was the director of that movie, he was the one who introduced me to Tommy Pistol. Why? Why was it so controversial? Okay, because in that movie, I. I'm a zombie and I fuck Tommy Pistol to death. So while I'm fucking him, I'm like biting his dick off and I'm pulling his intestines out and like, okay. okay. So there was a um, thing like, you know, I had all the rules for our billing company on the mm -hmm. website and I remember one of the rules was no blood, but I assumed that meant real blood. You right. Know, you couldn't have like people cutting it themselves and stuff, which made sense. I put that video up on uh, like a week or two before Halloween in in like 2005. Wait, I think. is fake blood not allowed? It's not for allowed. A lot of the credit card. Um, you can. Okay, I mean, I know the rules now because I made so many. But you can have blood, and you it can't happen during sex. You can't see blood and sex at the same time, which is why in all these cheesy porno. I mean, most companies don't even want blood at all, but I've managed to to do it. So right. that's why all the cheesy horror movies like somebody has sex and then in a different scene they die. They can't like. Oh, very Yeah, and that's how I always have to do it. People always have to have sex, put their clothes back on, so clean themselves although, off. So you know how like dive. whenever we shoot a porno, like I'm not a director or a producer, so I'm, you know, I'm just a performer. Right. So like I get on set and I know that there's all these rules in place, like certain things we're not allowed to do. And of course, every company has kind of their own rules. Right. And we always hear it's because of like the obscenity laws. I mean, Is this it was actually because of, of the credit card. It's because of the credit card processor. Oh, you know, interesting. That's usually what it is. Like, is that why yeah. we're not allowed to fist? Um, some credit card processors allow fisting, some don't. I think the fisting is just... And do they explicitly say no fisting? No, that's the thing. That, uh, so, no one knows what the obscenity laws are, aren't. I mean, you know, one of the first people well, that went like to... Well, it's like saying treason, right? It's like, yeah. it's not exactly well, the defined. first people, that, the first person in porn that went to jail for obscenity went to jail because he shot an interracial porn. It's disgusting to think Whoa. about. Yeah, I forget who it was. What year was that? Like, uh, three yeah. years ago? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> um, so, anybody... If, if somebody thinks something is obscene and then you can get the rest of the jury to think it's obscene, then it's obscene. There's no law anywhere. So all really all the porn lawyers do is take guesses and they send it out to all the companies that basically, you know, every porn lawyer will send a list to all their clients. Here's what we think will Might be considered obscene. It's kind of like doing taxes. Yes. <laughs> like that's exactly. a red flag. You so can fisting, do it, but just don't. Fisting is not against the law anywhere. And, and there is no obscenity law. That, but that but all the porn lawyers have guessed that, that it's, it's likely a, to be considered. It's likely to be considered. Okay. Um, so, or like, but, but the credit example, card processors like is a take, different thing. But the take like evil angel 
Evil Angel. Right. The, their rules are very famous because they have so few of them that it, I think it's like so exact. Yeah. Like I know that they don't allow fluids that are not clear. Yeah. Oh, is that what a do you credit mean, like, card? Uh, like no blood, no yellow urine. Right. That's a credit card <laughs> no processor. Shit. Yeah. Because we like, have the same credit squirt, card. That's clear is allowed. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, but you have to call it squirt. You, you can't have to call say it squirt. You pee. can't say it's urine. Yeah, right. Which is silly. But okay. yeah, because we have the same credit card processor. Okay. So that is like, okay, so. Is, is squirting real? I don't, I don't know. I do always squirt? feel like I'm peeing when I do it. I don't feel like I'm peeing or coming. Mine's just kind of like, like water. Just I like look down and it's coming out, and I'm not in control you, of it. Yeah, it no, no, you, you lose control. Coming. Yeah, but I think some girls really do squirt because I've seen so many on set now, and I just I see the the reactions and their faces. And but I'm like, up. there's part of me that's like, are they all in on this secret? Uh, yeah, that we don't know. That we don't know. Are there's they like all a handbook. It? Yeah, is there like, a handbook they... we haven't gotten? I don't right. know. Um, but yeah, back. Three Penetrator, I remember, so I put this scene up like a couple weeks before Halloween, and it went everywhere. It was everywhere. I was getting calls from like Fangoria and like horror magazines, and like, it was crazy. My email would not stop, and we got more signups that day than probably Burning Angel history. We made a good amount of money off this this zombie porno that we made. You know, and me and Tommy Pistol were so excited. You know, this was really cool. And Mm -hmm. at this point, I still had not gone to LA yet, so to get all this like press and Attention! I don't know. Yeah, but anyway, you were being taken seriously in an industry that you didn't even feel like you were in yet. Yeah, Yeah. and um, so, but and then I get this email from the billing company that's like, "We're so sorry, but you have to take this scene down because there's blood." And I was like, "Oh, but it's not real blood. Can you see? It's squirting up to the ceiling." You know, I'm like, "What do you mean?" And they're like, "I'm sorry, like you, it's against our regulations. Like you can't mix blood and sex. Like you're not gonna be able to take Visa credit card anymore if you want to like." Oh my and I was God. like, oh, my God. I was like, what am I going to do? And I was, like, crying to them. And you could tell they felt bad, you right. know. And the guy's like, it was a very, like, don't shoot the messenger kind of situation. Right. And I was like, can you please just let me leave it up for Halloween? And he was, was like. probably, like, the weirdest day for that guy, too. I know. I know. I was crying. Because, like, they, they probably also, they managed probably mostly non-porn companies. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, can you please let me leave it up for Halloween? And he was like, okay, I'm just going to look the other way promise me after Halloween you'll take it down and I was like okay fine and then we took it down we had to take it down after Halloween and mm-hmm. after we took it down emails every, hundreds and hundreds of emails what Where's the, the fuck scene? where did this go and this is before like this is before people were stealing scenes yes. and putting them on tube yeah sites. and I was like oh my god so then it, then I had to put a press release out like explaining what happened and then it became this cult classic you know right. so then I found this like European billing company that will let you do anything right and I, I we started another website just to put that scene up oh my god like two girls one cup basically yeah <laughs> yeah more or less and then we had it there and then like what I was wanted- the domain it was just repenetrator.com oh, or repenetrator triple X or something like that. Yeah. Okay. And then, um, but do you think like things like that kind of, I mean like from a marketing point of view, it doesn't that almost give you like more notoriety? Oh yeah. Like, yeah. Look, I, it was the best marketing plan like, I never think had. Think about like, you know? like Larry Clark movies. Like when yeah. Gummo is like banned from the U S it becomes this thing that everyone has exactly, to find. Exactly. So I became this awesome guy. I became that and I didn't know. And you know, it's cool. Cause I'll never do that again. You know, I'll never like, you can't make that mistake twice. But it's anyway. also, it's also like, that's a very expensive mistake. Yeah, right? exactly. Like you're not exactly. just going to make a scene to like. So then, yeah, we put it on a different on website. Internet. And then, yeah, and then, 
I don't know. We put it. We put it on DVD, and then it, even to this day, so it's what, one of those things. Every porn convention I go to, someone will come up to me and ask if I have Repenetrator. It's a very big, like, right. kind of cult classic thing now. And most DVD stores won't carry it, but some will. So I, I feel like I resell that movie to the same few DVD stores every month. It's you like know? a little like, piece of porno history. It is. And what it did is. it win at the APM? It, oh, and so it wound up winning that year. Which was my first like real it year. It won most outrageous sex scene. Okay, and it was the same year I was nominated for um for best new starlet. And I remember me and Tommy were crying at the time. Who won? Who won your year? Um, Mackenzie Lee. You never fucking forget who won best yeah. new starlet. Mackenzie Lee, who like mine was Cagney Lynn it, Carter. She was a club Jenna contract girl. Mm-hmm. She didn't she have like Jenna Jameson's autograph tattooed on her ass or something? Something like that. Oh yeah, well, I think that was another one. But anyway. She was like British, right? Yeah, she was British. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the lead, and because I remember that year, Sunny Lane was nominated. And she, Whoa, yeah. big year! Yeah, Courtney Cummings, I remember, was nominated, and Tory Lane was nominated. Wow, you came in a really significant yeah. year, and she was the least likely one. Yeah, <laughs> to think to win. <laughs> I came in a pretty like non-significant year. Like the year before me was big, because the year before me was Alexis Texas, Tory Black. Yeah. Um. My year was like me, Cagney, Lynn Carter, and like those are the only people who were still around. Yeah. Oh, London Keys, but she's not even shooting anymore. And she, yeah. So it was. It's, Did you hear what to do? That's so funny that like, yeah, came in such a legendary year. Yeah, I guess I did. Um, so yeah, that and so that was a very big deal. I remember me and Tommy were we were jumping up because we we were like very much at AVN, like sitting there, like we're not supposed to be here, right? You know what I mean? You like, basically like, like crashed we snuck the porn in. Industry. Yeah, we we came in, we came in through the back door, and like we weren't supposed to be there. You know, right. we were sitting at this table, and I remember I I got I was presenting an award, and Tommy was sitting there like basically crying, like I'm so proud of you, sister. You know, like we got into porn in such a weird way, right? And you know, and then we, the fact that we won an award, and I remember that year there was a Jules Jordan scene that was nominated, and all these, you know, big companies, you know. Like, legit. That's the craziest feeling is when you, I will say, like, I remember, I, I came into porn and I didn't win any awards. I wasn't, like, really, I was nominated for Best New Starlet, but, oh, like, I, mean, I was a big deal. But, like, I, I was one of those nominees well. that's, like, you know, she's not going to win. Right. Do you know what I mean? But it's still a big but deal. But still, I was yeah, up there's for There's a lot it. of girls that don't get nominated. But for also, it, you know? yeah, no, that's true. But, like, I, I remember the exact year I started winning and I just remember thinking like holy shit this is nuts like I'm nominated alongside like people that I've known about them for years like yeah. they seem like such like fucking giants in the industry and I'm nobody and it's, that it's a is crazy such feeling. a crazy you know feeling. and this was a movie I produced myself you know and uh it was pretty crazy. So it to you, that was like feeling. the best. That was that was the. You've know, been chasing that, that high. Yeah, I've been for chasing that high. But yeah, then years. you know when I got I got asked to host AVN, that was a, you know because I just remembered so well. I'm like, oh, I feel like it was yesterday mm-hmm. that I was just like, what's this AVN thing? Like right. walking around this girl with a. I brought like a CD of like photos from my website, thinking right. like somebody would. You, want I mean, it, like you the know? more you tell me your story, the more you sound like someone I would just brush off if I met. Anybody. Yeah, of course you would. You wouldn't talk to me so I remember everyone from that time that that get that helped me with anything yeah and I even remember like I'll never forget my you know my first AVN when I was I was asked to present an award and I remember going to AVN presenters practice I didn't know any of the girls everyone's part of this industry that I wasn't really part of and I will never forget I walked into the room and I was like sitting by myself I didn't know what to do Jenna Jameson was there I remember Jesse Jane and like everyone's like you know and they're 
Uggs and their sweatpants. And you know, you it's that was also a time I think when like even when I got in, it was kind of the tail end of it because like the internet was like already huge and all this stuff. But like I feel like back then, like all the porn stars looked like quintessential porn stars. They did. It was the blonde hair with the huge fake tits, tiny little waist. Everything, yeah. Like they just looked a very certain specific way. I remember walking in. And you couldn't be less that. Yeah, yeah. I was like, (laughs) I felt like a boy walking in the room, you know? And I just, I will never forget. Belladonna looked at me and she said, hey, my name's Michelle. Do you want to sit next to me? And she right. pulled up open a chair. And I will never forget that. And anytime I see a girl who's like awkward and alone, I try to remember that moment. And oh, I always try to be nice, you know, that because is so it was sweet. it made me so comfortable. I, I was like standing in the corner, you know, like I didn't know what to do. do and of remember, course, Gary's no help at all. Do you remember when you <laughs> met me? The first I met time? you. Yeah. At, um, at, was it did we first meet at, at the Wicked office? No. Or, no, at the at the Skater Awards. At the Skater Awards. Yes, at the, the Skater Awards. Awards. Yeah. And let me tell you something. You were really nice to me, and like you were really warm to me. Good. You were. Good. You talked <laughs> to me like, you were like the first person I met in porn who was like, actually like talking to me like a real person. Oh, good. And I'll never forget that. <laughs> no, because like when you first get into I think porn, I, I like, was really happy you were from New York. I think that's what it is too. I yeah. think. And like. And I catch myself doing this too, but like you have the same conversation over and over with when you meet someone in porn, and yeah. it's just like you know there, there's that thing of like and blah blah blah, right? Do do what do you and do? Everybody's kind of checking do you, you, you out to make sure you're not better than competition. Them, you know? yeah. yeah, and like it's almost that thing also where like you might never see this person again. Yeah, you know what I mean. So yeah, like it's I true. I thank you for that, Joanna. Did I what? Hold on one second. Oh yeah. We are on a road trip. We're on a road trip. We, <laughs> we have to pay tolls. <laughs> here, you, do have you have to have pay cash? to drive here. I have cash. Okay. Cool. <laughs> but yeah. So and then, but we didn't become friends that day. No, we didn't become friends that day. So actually, this we is were a waiting. Per- this we is a perfect waiting. segue. So yeah. We, now we're entering um, a section of the podcast I like to call "Let's Talk About Me." Oh yeah, let's. Talk and about we're going to talk about awesome. me for a minute now. Okay, we're going to talk about I, you. I actually like. I don't have that much going on in my life right now. To hey, be honest, you do so this podcast. <laughs> that's true. That's <laughs> like my whole life right now. But we are inside your life. <laughs> yes. But I want to talk about our friendship. Our friendship is I very special. Like people need to know more about us. Okay. They I want to I, I want to like I this is our coming out. Would We're go crazy. <laughs> I would go crazy if you weren't my friend these days. Me you too. Make me feel There are things that happen in porn. <laughs> and sometimes I genuinely feel like you and I are, are taking crazy pills because we I are know, the only logical I feel people. Like, I feel like we're always in the same room. Like when you're, you're always with me in spirit. <laughs> <laughs> and it keeps me sane, honestly. It, it does. It keeps like, me sane. Like right now, it's a crazy time in porn. People are being accused of murder. Yes. Can we talk about that for a little bit? Um, Do we want to talk about that? I don't know if we should talk about that. People are being accused of murder literally right it's now. It's an uncomfortable time And you and I, porn. it feels like, are the only people who are on the right side of history right now. It yeah. feels like there's like this crazy witch hunt going on, and you and I are it's the a only tough, people. It's a really tough time to be in. I feel like Twitter has, I don't know. I really loved Twitter when it first came out, mm-hmm. you know? Because you could talk to your fans so instantly. Mm-hmm. And I felt like I got to get to know girls in the industry that I didn't know that well. And um, It's definitely a double-edged sword. It's a like, double-edged sword. There, you know? there are, when sex is the job, I think there's a lot of times you do want to know someone more intimately. And then there's a lot of times you really fucking don't. Yeah, Like, I know. it's really hard to get turned on by someone when you know 
you know too the much wrong about, things them. about them yeah or like the know? wrong opinions yeah about them like it's it, that kind of sucks so yeah you know there's a lot of male talent that i'm like i would really rather just like not know anything about you i know it would be so much i know can you imagine if we or were male talent and we <laughs> have to get our dicks hard on top of all that <laughs> i i think <laughs> god every day that i'm a woman yeah, and on the worst the guys day, guys have to get their dicks hard I, and they just have use to read lube. Every single complaint that comes out of a, g- a girl's mouth. Yeah, <laughs> you know. I I mean I I don't think I would be a successful male talent to be honest. Like, I can't imagine having to get my dick hard on top of all of this. Yeah, I know. But I mean, yeah, even most days are good, but there are definitely those days that I'm just like, and you Man. know, uh, awesome. Me and you were both. Uh, we're both writers, and I it's remember true. when your your first first book came out, and I read some of it, and I was so angry. I was like, "God damn it, this is good!" <laughs> I always thought I'd be the only girl to one day write a good book in and porn. And we have that this in common. This one is good. <laughs> we have that God in common. God damn this bitch, she's funny. <laughs> we both have that. And and I told you when I read your book. What, I, I was like maybe 10 pages in and I literally stopped and I texted you yeah. and I was like, Joanna, this is so good that I'm jealous I didn't write it. Yeah. And like, that's and how I, I know I love that something. Feeling. Like I, I know I that I love something it. when I'm like, damn it. I wish I did that. Yeah. I get angry at it. Yeah. And what, we have that in common. Yes. Sometimes <laughs> when I see a really good movie, I, I actually get angry at it. We're both extremely and then I get angry. type A. Yes, we are. Um, um. <laughs> we have like some bizarre form of narcissism. We right? do. It's like. It's a nice form. It's it's not form, a dangerous form. It's not. <laughs> it's a charming form. It's a charming form because it also comes with very deep-rooted self-hatred. Yes. And I think that keeps it um, this, like, modest, humble thing. Yeah. Like, a likable thing rather yeah. than, like, oh, my God, she thinks she's the shit. Right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> we just always think we're right. We <laughs> always think we're right. But we don't think we're better than everyone else. No, not at all. Yeah. Not at all. In fact, we think everyone else is better than <laughs> us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like... <laughs> well, you know, I think that's how we've been able to last for a long time. Because I, I think what, what ruins a lot of girls in this industry is their own ego. They kind of get delusional. And then they, you know, they then I they think, get really disappointed when certain things also, don't happen. And, and I always expect the worst. So I'm right. always pleasantly surprised when things go well. You know? I think we're also both, like, really honest to a fault in the sense that like okay like even before we started recording we were talking about like when featured gigs just don't go your way yes like you show up to the gig not many people are there to see you yeah it's really really bruising to the ego when you have to you know strip in front of a very small crowd right might not even be there for you and i'm the one that oh you know a lot of girls i hear when they have those stories they blame the club they're like they didn't promote me what the fuck is this and they start getting angry at the club we're very realistic i will get angry at myself you know I'm like, this is my fault. I mean, it is my fault. I I was supposed to bring people here. Nobody's here. I can never blame the club. For sure. And like, I think we're both really realistic in the way that like, we're not going to be everyone's cup of tea. Yeah. But that might also come from not being the blonde chick with the huge implants. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, we are very like, we're normal people. (laughs) 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 Do you know what I mean? (laughs) I think part of that comes from being from the East Coast. Yeah, I think we're a lot more grounded in some ways, mm-hmm. and then part of it's also just like not being like not being like a popular kid in porn because like, I grew up with you know different types of people. Like I actually do remember one of the first times um, 
I remember going to like a bar one night with Cagney Lynn Carter when mm-hmm. she first got into porn, you know? Mm-hmm. And she wasn't even all dolled up, you know? Mm-hmm. And I just remember going to a bar that I went to all the time. And like the bartender just came right over and be like, what can I get for you? And it was a bar that I usually had to wait like 20 minutes for a drink. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, like life is different. Life is when different. When you are blonde with big boobs. It's true. And you know, she wasn't doing anything on purpose, yep. you know, she wasn't trying, you know, and I, I was like, I have a special oh. place of hatred in my heart for Cagnelli and Carter because, <laughs> because, because she, she won Bessie no, Starlet my year. Like a very nice person. But she's and, um, wonderful. And, and she doesn't even, she's like pretty by accident. She's she pretty by accident, yeah. which is even more She's annoying. like a hippie, you know? Yeah. And not only that, like she's, you know, did you know that she's a tremendous singer? Yeah, 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 I did like, know that actually. I remember she, she yeah, has a big passion for it she's too. She's wonderful. Yeah, she is really wonderful. Like there's but yeah, and that makes me hate her more. And I, like, d- she, I, I was I like, hate you for. Yeah, I was like, you don't realize what's going on right now. You don't realize that the service you just got, but you is not normal. You know, so like, I think I have this theory that like. Obviously, life is different for hot chicks and normal chicks. Yeah. We're, we're hot. And we're, okay, we're hot. But, like, there's there's a difference it's between different. us and yeah. Peggy Lynn Carter. Yes, Like, yes. there is. Yeah. There just is. But I think that difference is far smaller than the difference between a hot guy and an ugly guy. That's true. You're right. I think for that reason, like, hot guys, I'm always a little bit skeptical about. Because <laughs> it's like, you don't even know what the real world is like. Because at the end of the day, if you have a vagina, life is... We're all on much more of an evil playing field, evil, even playing field. Also, we can change ourselves more. We can change ourselves. Than, we can wear makeup. Yeah. We can get I mean, all this plastic surgery. There's been, and at the end of the day, there's always going to be someone one, that wants to fuck you if you have a vagina. It's and that's true. Just true. It's true. Whereas a guy, like the hot guy, gets treated so differently, really differently than the ugly guy. Yeah. Like I, I can't even. Im- I think a hot being a hot guy is probably the best thing to be in this world. <laughs> You're right. You know, it's definitely like really better than being a hot girl, dude. Yeah, like, I don't think Charles Dara has any idea what life is like on the <laughs> other side. <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 he doesn't know real pain. <laughs> like, if the real him is just this shitty person, I get it. Like, you had no chance. You, <laughs> you know what I mean. You never had to. You never had yeah. a chance to even know what real life you is. You don't know what life. Is yeah, like and on therefore, the other side. I don't really trust you. Yeah, There's you can change so much about yourself as a female. I mean, there has been girls where I had met them once, and you know, and they wanted to shoot for me, and I'm like, meh. And then a year later, they have a different haircut, they have different tattoos, oh, they have different true. boobs. I don't know. And I they, think the And then you're like, wow, that girl went from like zero to like 20, you know? And it happens all the Maybe time. Maybe not zero. Like, even like, like six. Some of the, some even, no, even <laughs> like some of the zero. biggest stars now, like if you look at their, I mean, first of all, the truth is we all started uglier <laughs> and that is the goddamn truth. Like there is not a single one of us, but that dude, doesn't look back at girls, our like, first photos and we're like, Oh yeah. Oh, totally. Like, I, I mean, there's I times in makeup porn. Different. I wish my eyebrows were different. I wish I had started working out like 900 years ago. Yeah. We all, we're all improved. Well, Instagram has drastically, I mean, it's a scary thing, but like girls are hotter now than they've ever been. Well, have you ever heard that Larry David um, theory? What's the Larry David theory? He says every generation gets better looking. Okay, that makes sense. And I think that's true. Also, tastes change and adapt to like whatever is. It's also like, you know, I, I think plastic surgery and stuff now is like, more accessible and right. cheaper. Or I, I wouldn't even call it, you know, like 
things that you can get to modify your face, even if it's just like certain facials or this or that, things that also, only celebrities used to get now. Everybody Everyone has gets. access also, to. Also, the races are mixing more. Yes, that's which, true. Which is making people better looking. Also, which is a good a, thing. I heard somewhere guys, that it's good for races to mix. You I heard that? that like people are actually evolving to be better looking, and that's kind of like a natural selection thing because, like you know, the better looking people are breeding with the better oh, looking people. That makes sense. And like they're more desirable, and therefore like evolution is kind of going in the way of like making people more attractive. I don't know how true that is. Also, okay. I probably read that like. On Twitter. It sounds true. So I'm going to go with it's I, true. Yeah. No, but it sounds true. But yeah. yeah, I mean, it is like, it is like scary now how attractive people are. I feel, it makes me feel crazy, threatened. you know? Threatened a little. Uh, threatened a little. Yeah. And, and sometimes, sure. you know, I'm, I feel very fortunate. There's a lot of really, really, really hot girls in porn. Girls that I know. I'm, I'm not even just saying this out of being humble. It is just a fact that they are better looking than me. <laughs> and I am thankful that I am even like, you know, that some of them I am, you know. But you know that, what, that Joanna? I'm doing okay. You we know? have our personalities. We do. And they'll I have, never have that. I, I tell, yes. <laughs> I've said that to my husband before. I said, I know I'm not because he's from San Diego. I don't know if you knew this, but everybody from San Diego is attractive. It's very strange. Oh, but that's even annoying. More, it makes L.A. look like an ugly place. Oh, really? It's really weird. That's super annoying. I hate San Diego. <laughs> You're like, we, we were are thinking, never going he there. He wanted to live there with me for a while. And I was like, no, we're getting out of here. <laughs> I hate it here. I can't believe Everyone in San Diego is good looking. You like, know, like now that I'm in New York more than LA, I am so like, I realize how much I hate myself when I'm in LA because yeah. everyone's so goddamn good looking. Well, in San Diego, everybody is chiseled, like their body, you know, it's a very big like fitness place. Right. Like, I don't know. Everybody's on the beach all day. Oh, that's and like so every, annoying. it's that's just like, everybody looks like sun kissed. Have you ever heard that? Bikini models. Have you ever heard that joke? Like the best diet is to move to Wisconsin. <laughs> <laughs> but I've said to Aaron before, because I've seen his ex-girlfriends and stuff, I'm like, I know I'm not the best looking girl you've ever dating, dated, but I have the most shimmering personality. <laughs> and that's what counts. And he the always sighs. <laughs> that's another thing I think, like, that's, that's my favorite thing about you is, like, I trust your sense of humor. Oh, well, thank you. I completely, like, I will never say anything to you that I'm like, I don't, like, I'm like, ooh, I don't know if she'll think this is funny. Like, no matter how horrible it is, I'm like, oh, like, she will I will think it's funny. Yeah. yeah. No, I know. And that's we can make horrible jokes to each other. Yeah, and that's, and like that's the a, basis that's, of any And I need people to make horrible jokes with because I, I have to be very um, PC on, um, Twitter in life. and in life, well, especially I these days. So the, sometimes I need people. I can just relax. The world. And we're not saying so anything wrong. We now. are. Yeah. We are very like, you know, we are good people. <laughs> we are not God pieces of it. shit. <laughs> All the PC rules have to exist because too many world people no. are pieces of shit. Yeah. You know? No. And I, I think there's such a huge difference between like being a PC person and then like having to put on this PC persona now because everything is fucking offensive. And yeah. it's like you have to it, it's not even like like people don't care about the intent behind your words anymore. Yeah. It's like literally what you said. It's what you said. I know. So and I'd it's rather so fucking annoying. It is. Like, I mean, remember when rape jokes used to be funny? Yeah. They're not anymore. Yeah, they're, they're not just anymore. not. And it's a shame. Or more like, you know, I actually had a problem with that. In the book, um, 
So let's mention right yeah, now. Start, I wrote a book, and that's why book. we're going to Baltimore. That's why we're going to Baltimore. And you know, I couldn't have written a book if it wasn't for you. Also. Thank you, Joanna. You know, and um, and I will appreciate that forever and ever. I will thank Aww. you for it at least like once every couple weeks. Oh, I'll of take it. I'll take what? it. <laughs> but yeah, so Joanna actually wrote a book. Um, so the way this all started is Joanna actually contributed a short erotic fiction story to my book, Aserotica, which is mm-hmm. written by all porn stars. And yep. it's an anthology of short erotic fiction. And your story was so fucking amazing that like literally uh, the second you sent it to me, I forwarded it to my book agent. And I was like, I think she has a book in her. Um, this is amazing. And he read it and he's super picky, just so you know, like he's a no bullshit kind of guy. And he's like, this is really good. Um, it got forwarded to different people in the company. Yeah. And then you had a I book deal a like book. two weeks later. I did. <laughs> <laughs> it's really crazy. I'm so happy and you know, for you. And you dedicated you, the book to me. And I dedicated the book to you. Which is... That's um, the first book that's ever been dedicated to me. Oh. Well, you're the greatest writer of all time. No, stop. <laughs> stop. <laughs> Keep going. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so we're on our way to Baltimore right now. Let's talk about your book. It's a choose-your-own erotic journey. journey. Wait, what was I even saying? It's not allowed to be called a oh, choose-your-own yeah, adventure. But about being, I mean, I don't want to focus too much on this PC garbage, but I do remember when I was writing the book, I feel like now... <laughs> It's offensive to just point out that someone is black or Asian or you know what I mean? Like yeah. you're supposed to just pretend that, that but it's called which it's it, called like blind casting. Yeah. So it's we when you're writing a book, like how else do you you have to describe someone? Yeah. And then I, I was nervous about that. I was like, am I racist if I say a black customer, you know, or I describe someone tall, black, handsome, blah blah. Right. blah. You know, I'm like, is that wrong now? Can I not do that? But then on the other hand, and me personally, I thought it would be, um, if anything, progressive to be having well, yeah. characters of all races. Exactly. I couldn't yeah. make a whole book that described the whole, uh, the whole world inside of an of adult video store and not have a person of color Isn't walk it, in there. You know what is weird, actually, that I just realized? When I read a book, I assume all the characters are white. Right. But isn't that weird because I'm Asian? Yeah. Yeah, no, it, it is true. So I was like... But even if they have, like, really, like, um, ambiguous names, like, I don't know, like, what, Joanna, for example, <laughs> or, or whatever, you know? Yeah. Like, even if they have just, like, a totally, like, neutral name, like, I just assume everyone's white unless I read that they're sometimes like halfway through a book you'll find out like someone's like asian and i'm like whoa (laughs) (laughs) plot twist and yeah there was which is weird because i'm asian yeah i wonder why why do you picture everybody being i wonder if i'm like uh secretly racist maybe you you want you you believe in an aryan nation i think you're right apparently yeah but yeah that was a (laughs) tough thing to to conquer so I I tried to do the best I could and I was like you know if somebody's gonna be offended they're gonna be offended but there was one particular character and I remember and I she she wasn't black I don't know I I, also I'm describing things from the main character's point of view and the main character when you just see someone she doesn't know exactly like oh this girl has like three is one third Japanese one third this one third this so I described one girl who came into the store 
as, as a as I described her as ethnic looking and somebody right. got offended by that. And I was like, what? You know what? I was you like, but like, she's not black and she's not white. And, you know, and the main character didn't exactly know what country she originated from. Yeah, I was going to use the word exotic, but I was like, is exotic worse? Well, I don't know. Whatever. Here's the thing. Like, I think in I, this I, sex, sex space, uh-huh. I think people are particularly yeah, sensitive. They are, yeah. Is that I, is I, that I an the best thing I could? I don't know. Uh, you know, I, well, but but you're describing things in words. In a movie, you don't have to do that. Yeah. You could have somebody walk in who just looks a certain way, and they're going to speak for themselves. Right. But like, you know what I think is and, super and erotica, fucking annoying. You want to know what somebody looks like when you want to you know feel like you can touch them. When people are like, I don't see color. It's yeah. like you're the most racist person exactly. of all. Exactly. Yeah. Like I love literally pretending like not to I even I love all the things that make us, you know, different from each other, but but we all are one big melting pot of people. I don't know. That's what you learn yeah. from living in New York, you know? You I like interacting with people that come from different cultures and come from different races and ethnicities and I, I like that everybody's kind of mixed together, you know? Right. And I, I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. Super anyway. fucking annoying. But my, the, I did write a book. I wrote a book and uh like I said, I have been writing for a very long time. Right. It's always been something I love doing. Would you doing put this as, like, one of the highlights of your career? Yeah, definitely. I, put, is, I put my books in. Yeah, I'm definitely um, very yeah. proud of this. Also of life, I think. Right? Yeah, totally. It, I, I can tell everyone. Wasn't it nice to have something to tell your parents? Oh, I'm my. Like, I wrote a book. I say that all the yeah. fucking time. I'm a writer. And, like, mm-hmm. I dedicated my first book to my parents, but the dedication was dedicated to my parents, but please don't read it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's yeah. like, great, I, I wrote a book, but also it's yeah, still please. something that I yeah, don't Yeah, it's want. still something. Thing you can't read. <laughs> yeah. I know. Even my dad was like, "So should I actually read this?" I'm like, "No, no, just no. Just be proud that I wrote it, and then <laughs> let's end it at that." <laughs> it's also, you know, the thing is like, and it's impossible to deny that as people in porn, we are like these kind of like, like outcasts of society. Yeah, and we are looked down upon in many circles, and that's just the truth. I don't think that it's right. But it's the, it truth. Is the truth, and so like so doing something as legit <laughs> as, as writing a book, writing and getting being a published author. I mean, it's amazing. It feels really good. It and feels really good. Like, and you know, writing is is just really fun. And we should allow ourselves that. I think. Yeah. Like, I think you and I tend to be like you know really humble about things like that. But I think we should allow ourselves to like really enjoy to brag that. about this. Yeah. And I hope that you're like really enjoying this time in your life. I am really enjoying it. And you know, I want to see where it goes. Isn't it cool it's when you go to like a book signing I mean, and people are there for your yeah, book they're and there you're for my like book. I like, remember these people want to see me with my clothes on. Yeah. No, that's the main that's thing crazy. is like who's going to show up if I don't even show my tits. But people show up. People show up. And you people know, the first like Barnes and Noble. It's crazy. The first person that was someone I didn't know that just messaged me on Twitter and said, I just finished your book. It was amazing. I like started crying, you know, like they actually read an entire thing that I wrote. What do you think is more vulnerable? Like showing your asshole on the internet (laughs) to the world or like having like 10 people read your book? Um, I think, I mean, I I feel like I asked that in such a biased way. I know. (laughs) I mean, it really does not bother me. And I think that's another reason why I've been able to last so long in porn. When anybody tells me that, like, I'm ugly or whatever, I I really don't care. You know, maybe because I don't never thought of myself as being so pretty. Did you ever care? I really never cared. I care. I see the stats from the... I cry when I see, like my numbers dropping you know Mm -hmm. what I mean because I know everything I Mm -hmm. am my own product Mm -hmm. you know I know when I'm doing good and I know when I'm 
doing bad and I know when people are searching for me and when they're not I, I get upset when I realistically see when you like, see the Google numbers. The go- yes when I see the my website numbers you right. know that's what speaks to me fans on Twitter or wherever saying like you're so ugly why are you in po-? which doesn't even happen that Quote often unquote, but you fans. know what I mean like I d- it doesn't bother me you know yeah. anything like that but if somebody would say this book fucking sucks like I would cry it would hurt me you know because it's so like I put effort into this but, you know, like it's also the inside of your mind, which is yeah. way more like private. I also spend months and months and months and hours and hours and hours on it. You know, it's not like it's also like I, th- I feel like when I actually it's interesting to hear you say that you never cared because I definitely had a point in my life where I cared. Like I read every single comment on the Internet and it made me very That'll sad when crazy. someone called you know, me ugly. I, I never. But cared. I'm at the point now where like. Being in porn, like, really hardens you in a lot of ways, Mm -hmm, and that's one of them, is, like, no matter what, you can't be everyone's flavor. But no matter what, you will be someone's flavor. Yeah. And there's comfort in that, I think. Like, someone's always going to be jerking off to you. Maybe not everyone, but someone will. Yeah. And that's, I like that. Someone will. Yeah, it never never bothered me. I I don't care. You know, also, especially because I own... The company. I'm like, well, as long as you like, like someone on my yourself. website. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, yeah. It's like, you just have to like someone on there. That's right. all I care about. They're it all have me. To be me. <laughs> I chose all of them. <laughs> I think that's another thing. Like, people would be really surprised to find out is that, like, you are, you're very hands-on with your company. Like, I am very hands-on. Like, yeah. you're not just a, like, the face of the company. You're not just the boss. You're not just the creator. Like, you still direct all the scenes. You're yeah. there with the editor. Mm-hmm. Like, you handpick every single person. You write all the scripts. And, yeah. like, that's well, I love it. pretty fucking amazing. Yeah, I do, you know? I feel like you don't get enough credit well, for that. Thank you, Asa. Like, I think people need to know that. They need to know. Well, a lot of people don't understand how much work goes into making a porno with, like, a plot, I think, sometimes. Mm-hmm. A lot of people just brush that off, you know? I don't think, honestly, I don't think anyone thinks porn is a lot of work outside yeah, of porn. Yeah, it's true. Like, they don't. no one takes our job seriously. They, they, yeah, and and I think a lot of people I've met in porn are some of the hardest working people I've ever met mm-hmm. in my life. No, yeah. for sure. I mean, you are a very hardworking person. Also. Yeah, like, I'm not, I'm not about to say, like, going on set and taking a dick in my ass is, like, really... Yeah, that's kind of the easiest part of the job. (laughs) That's the thing that we all get the most amount of credit for. (laughs) And 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 the the least amount. I feel like I get so much credit for anal sex. And that takes no skill at all. You know what? (laughs) Back when I, before I ever did anal, I remember you telling me, you probably don't even remember saying this to me. I don't remember. But like you told me, anal days are easier than vag days. Yeah. And, Did and I say that? That's so funny. It's the truest fucking thing. It is. Pussies are complicated. They are complicated. Like, you got the only thing a you have to worry about. You yes. have to maintain. Totally. It can tear. Like, there's all these things that can go wrong with your vagina. Yeah, your butt. And the assholes, your butt, like, you just have to worry about not shitting on everyone. Yeah. That's the and main once concern. You have that down, yeah. you're fine. You're fine. And you know what? Even if it happens, it's not the end of the world. Yeah. It r- <laughs> you know. So porn hardens you. Yeah, in, porn hardens in some you. Ways. Yes. <laughs> like it really it really does. It really, really does. Uh, but yeah. So um, a, you want to do another segment with me? Now you know it all. Yeah, now you know it all. So this next segment is called Pop Shots. Okay. We're gonna just discuss a pop culture story. Okay. But um uh I just realized you might not even like know about this. Oh, but um, um do you know Black China? 
Well, yeah, of course. Okay, so she's like really trending in my mind right now. She is. Okay, I you know I felt very out of it because I did the other day I was like, oh wow, her and Rob broke up. (laughs) I I was way behind. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, behind. Did you know that her sex tape got leaked? I didn't know that. Okay, so let's move on to a different. What can you can you teach me about pop culture? I mean. No, can't not you just really. like read a story? No, because comment? like this, we this have to story is it? really only interesting if like you if I know are everything. a follower. Uh oh. <laughs> and like, but she, I, I'd like to know. She what. had a sex tape. Everyone's saying that her blowjob was like really shitty. Oh, and I like just Kim Kardashian's. To, like, <laughs> what did you What did you think of Kim Kardashian's sex tape? Um, it was really boring. You know what? It was. Really I boring. find interesting. She was just really hot. I mean, wasn't she's that supposed really to be the whole point? Hot. You're she, like, oh. Well, it, it was also famous because she was Paris Hilton's friend. Yeah. Yeah. It was, before she was Kim Kardashian, she was she Paris, was like Paris Hilton's like friend a, like a, I think that did like, a sex tape. Dude, on like the very, very first uh, season of like The Simple Life with mm-hmm. Paris Hilton. Kim she Kardashian was like, was, like organizing organizer. her closet. Yeah. yeah. I can't believe so it. So that was her claim to fame. And like, it's crazy to me that nobody talks about the fact that Kim Kardashian was like rolling off her ass on ecstasy in that video and it's so obvious like her mouth is like grinding you know, her I eyes are rolling to that. the back of her head that's As true someone who's done a lot of drugs <laughs> like, she was a hundred i would bet my life she was rolling on ecstasy in that sex tape and literally nobody mentions it and that drives me crazy huh. not that like i'm judging make her. sure the world knows not that I'm judging her, but like I just feel like in right now in this day and age, if someone, if a celebrity got a sex tape, quote unquote, leaked, which we all and within porn we all know it wasn't leaked. Right. We know that it was sold. It was not like leaked. this is yeah. a very, it's a fact. Yeah. Um. But whatever. Like the story is that it got leaked, and I think that right now the way the world is now, if a sex tape got leaked of someone, of a woman, any woman, and she was clearly on drugs. The conversation would be like, oh, like, how fucked up is it that, like, someone leaked a tape, had sex with her on drugs, and then leaked a sex tape? It's like, it's basically date rape. Yeah, it is. It's true. Like, I don't think that could even happen now. I don't think it could happen now. It's pretty crazy. I thought Paris Hilton's sex tape was really cute. Mm Mm-hmm. I liked it. She did reverse. (laughs) She did. And that's really impressive. That is really impressive. Like, if I were to make a sex tape... Let me tell you something. There would be absolutely there would be no zero reverse. You'd barely see me. Reverse cowgirl. <laughs> I'd be like just crouched. You know? I'd be in Mish the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> I love missionary. I love missionary too. Oh, so another thing also, we, have in we have I think that it needs a new name. They have to stop calling it missionary. You're it's right. It's too good of a position. I don't like it. it. There's a negative connotation to it. In fact, every time I get asked my favorite position, there's a little bit of shame that comes Me with too. I don't want to say it because I'm like, oh, they're going to think I'm lame. What this should is it be to called? Be- you know what? You know what position name I love? What? It's so, okay. You know, lazy doggy where you like lay flat on your stomach and then the guy, it's like doggy, but you're laying down. Slips on in. And lazy okay. doggy sounds terrible. It sounds it like does, you're a yeah. lazy piece I actually of never shit. heard that. I never heard lazy fish. doggy before. But it's also called prison style. It is? Which makes it sound super hardcore. Yeah, that makes it sound super... I think they call it that because, like, in a bunk bed... I'm. This is just, like, based on zero facts. Uh Uh-huh. But I'm assuming that they call it prison style because, like, if you're on a bunk bed on the bottom bunk, like, you can't do straight-up doggy style because, like, there's not enough headroom to, like, be on your knees. Oh. So you'd have to be, like... You'd have to man-blanket the person on... Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So I'm just assuming. I guess that's I was thinking that like style. in the shower. I don't know. I had a very um 
another overrated thing. Yeah. Shower sex. Yeah. Not but into it. No, I'm not into it at all. It's always complicated. And one person's always cold. One person's cold, and l- water makes you dry. What? Isn't that a weird Isn't thing that, that water thing? makes you dry? It's so weird. It, is, it, it like doesn't make scientific sense. No. That like if you put water in your vagina, it becomes Comes dry. dry. That makes no sense. I need a scientist to break it's this so down for weird. me. <laughs> maybe <laughs> please it's kind explain of like, to me the molecule. Maybe it's kind <laughs> of ha- like how like. Oil-based makeup only comes off with oil. <laughs> like maybe the, like the antidote is itself. It's its own worst enemy. <laughs> I don't know, but it's weird because yeah, you try to have sex in like a jacuzzi, and it's like it's impossible. It's like having sex with Velcro. Yeah, it's disgusting. It's t- it's it, it's more complicated than you would think. Right, but yeah, I I don't know, I don't know. All right, so I actually end every podcast the same way. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm going to ask you 10 questions. Okay. Have you ever um, have you ever seen that show Inside Actor Studio? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So do you know, like, the 10 questions he asks at I, the end? I don't. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't. Um, so it's it's from, like, some French thing that I don't remember anything about. Okay. But, like, it's a French. <laughs> <laughs> Good to know. There are no facts on this podcast. Yeah. It's um, feelings it's only. Yeah. Just so, emotions. Uh, yeah. Purely emotions. It's, yeah. So um, it's basically a personality test. I just need you to give me, like, the first answer that comes to, into your mind. We don't need to explain anything. Nothing like that. I just need an answer. You need an answer. Yeah, but I will be judging you based okay. on your answer. Cool. So. Got it. Judge away. Yeah. I'm perfect, <laughs> so you won't find anything wrong I'll, with me. I'll give you your results <laughs> at the end. Okay. Ready? Yes. Question number one. Uh-huh. What is your favorite word? Um, shoes. Okay. You're off to a horrible start. Uh, really? Okay. My favorite word? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's the first thing that came to my head. No, 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 no. You it's know, I was trying to be honest. First of all, there it's are really no, not my are, favorite word. There are no wrong answers. Okay. There are no wrong answers. Yeah. I don't but know. But just so you know, that wasn't a great one. No, you're right. Okay. You're right. I was looking at my shoe. What is your least favorite word? <laughs> think about it a little bit more. Okay. I'm going to think about this one. <laughs> Cunt. I do not like the word cunt. Whoa, really? Yeah, I don't. Are don't you like offended it. by it? I just I just don't like it. I don't know. It's very mean. That's okay. Yeah. What turns you on creatively, spiritually, or emotionally? Oh Basically, God. what turns you on? Um, a sense of humor turns me on. Both creatively and one of the other ones. I don't know. I and like sexually, I think, yeah, right? And, and sexually. I think you and I'm, I are both. I like to laugh. If I'm not laughing, I'm not having a good time. Agree. And I like to find humor in everything, even terrible things that there shouldn't be humor in. Sometimes um, those are the funniest. Yeah, those are the they funniest. usually are. What is um, what turns you off? What turns me off? A very stupid person that thinks they are really smart. Mm. That is the worst. <laughs> we know a lot of those. <laughs> we'll talk I about love it later. Actually, stupid people that embrace the fact that they're stupid. We know it's, a lot of those too. And I love them. And we love them. It's great. We hang out with them. We do hang out with them and I like them in the and world. And you and I are, are thinking about the same exact person. We're, right yeah, now. we are. So, um, <laughs> moving on. What is your favorite curse word? Fuck. What sound or noise do you love? The sound of, um, like, the ocean. I like to hear the ocean. What sound or noise do you hate? Um, a garbage disposal? Mm. What profession <laughs> other than your own would you like to attempt? Hmm. What profession other than my own? 
would I like to attempt? God, I haven't thought about that. And you can't say writer. I know I can't say writer. You, you are. Oh, what jobs are there in the world? What real jobs are there? Um, damn it. What job do I want to Sounds like do? someone does not have a plan B. I don't have a plan. <laughs> I mean, neither do I. <laughs> yeah. Like, literally, there's none. Look. <laughs> I'll just shrivel up and die. That's plan Something B. Something in a big office where you get to walk into a big office and do things. I've never had, I've never worked in an office, actually. Wait, that's my what you would like to do? Yes. I want to walk into a big, fancy office in New York. Um, that's glass and a view and sit down at a desk and do something. Whatever but do you actually is. want to do the job or do you just want No, the I, yeah, I just want to like walk into an office and drink coffee and dress so you up nice. I basically just want to play a boss of a big New York company in a porno. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I want to take the subway to get there. Okay? I like taking the subway. Yeah, when you, I, see I know that about you. People going to work all dressed up on the subway, I think that they must be going to do something really important. I basically want to live in like Mad Men. <laughs> I want the job of, of Mad Men. Like, okay. So an advertising executive, but in the 50s when they made like a billion dollars. That's what, what I want. What profession would you not like to do? Oh, what profession would I not like to do? Um, I would not like to be a taxi driver. I hate driving. Yeah. I'd be a very bad taxi driver. That, might, my, that job might be my worst nightmare. I feel like you and I are all in a constant struggle who's driving. Yes. Neither of us want to drive. <laughs> People always it's say. It's almost like the first person to say it. It's like calling not it. Yeah. People <laughs> always say, if you could, like, what's your favorite car? Like, if you could buy any car, what would it be? I'm like, if I had the money, like, I would just, I would just not have a car. An Uber. I would. An Uber yeah, is an my Uber, favorite yeah, car. Yeah, an Uber is my favorite car. Uh, or if I had the money, I would order an Uber XL just for everything. Whoa. All the time. Fancy. No matter what. I would much prefer that over owning a Bentley. I or mean, or you like could that. just have a private driver. That yeah, exactly. Like That's, that would be my favorite realistic. car. Okay, and the last one is if heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say oh. when you arrive at the pearly gates? Um. I want him to say, <laughs> you can eat anything you want, and the calories do not count here. And we are officially the same <laughs> fucking person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can eat pasta here, and it's okay. Basically, any fantasy question I ever get asked that's like, oh, what do you want your superpower to be? To eat anything to I eat, want yeah, and not gain and weight. And not gain weight. That would be my dream. Yeah. It's called body dysmorphia, mm. and we have it. I mean, I do gain weight if I eat too much food. Yeah, but like we're obsessed. I, I think I don't think we quite have body dysmorphia because I don't. I always say I don't think I'm fat. I feel fat. Yeah. So I don't. And well, I, think I was fat for a little while. I've been fat you before weren't. too. Yes, I was. No. Oh my god, my uncle is literally a sumo wrestler. Really? Like I, I need to be careful. <laughs> this is me starving. <laughs> like, and I love food. I love food. I love food. It makes me so happy. It's better than drugs. It is. It is better than drugs. Like, I would prefer food over drugs on any day. Honestly, I've like, done almost every drug and I've eaten almost every food. <laughs> and we're not allowed to say this, but like I like it better than sex. Yeah. I I think 
I would pick it over sex on many times. I think the you know? best sex is not better, or the best sex is better than the best meal. Okay. But yeah, you're right. You're overall, right. you're overall. Right. No, you're you're absolutely eating right. Is better than sex. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, um, thanks so much for being on with me. Thank you, Asa. <laughs> that was fun. Where are we? Um, yeah. We are we are pretty close. Churchville. Yeah. Okay, wherever that is. <laughs> I don't even know what state we're in right yeah. now. Um, so what can we promote? Let's talk about your Night book. Shift by Night Shift. Which is available on it's Amazon. It's available on Amazon. Anywhere and, you can buy books. And books. books. And your social media. As Joanna Angel on Twitter and Instagram. You, I am verified in both places. And so Burning Angel is me. your and company. Yes, burningangel.com. That is where you go to jerk off to me. Please. Although, if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably just going to jerk off to me on Pornhub, and that's okay, too. <laughs> <laughs> I've come to terms wah, with wah, it. Wah. <laughs> no one's going to go to Burning Angel on here. That's Who not am I kidding? True. That's not true, Joanna. <laughs> Let's all prove Joanna wrong. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but it's okay. <laughs> go watch my scenes on Pornhub <laughs> and write me a nice comment. <laughs> <laughs> and um, please, if you enjoyed this episode, subscribe, rate, review the podcast. And thank you so much for joining us. And um, bye. Bye. <laughs>